0: Welcome back to Ask God 365, where we seek biblical answers to life's difficult questions. Today our question is, what is the clearest gospel? And we will dive into Romans chapter 3 and look at the Apostle Paul's discussion of clarifying the gospel of Jesus Christ. We start with the advantage of the Jews in verse 1 of chapter 3. Does this mean that there is no advantage in being a Jew or that circumcision has no significance whatsoever? Not at all, Paul says. This is not what I'm trying to say. The Jews certainly have been a privileged people and have had tremendous advantages. For most of all, they've had a clear knowledge of God and His law through the written word which was given to them. Unfortunately, some of them misused these privileges and therefore have twisted the truth of God. But does this in any way nullify God's truth? Certainly not. God is always true and right. The problem in man is man's unfaithfulness to the truth. What is the problem? God is always true and right. The problem is man's unfaithfulness to the truth. As the scripture says, when you, dear God, speak, you are always right, and the verdict will certainly be in your favor when you come to trial. Psalms 51 verse 4. Romans 3 verse 5 continues. Now since our unfaithfulness brings to light or proves that God is right, how shall we respond? That it is unfair to use human reasoning for God to punish us, seeing our wrongdoing help to vindicate him? No way! Can't you see that if his dealings with us Jews is in any way unfair, how can he ever judge the whole world in truth? And again, as some argue, if God's truthfulness is made clearly evident when contrasted with my falsehood, why should I stand condemned, seeing I am really doing God a favor? With such reasoning, we might as well teach, why not do evil so that God's righteousness may stand out? This, in fact, is what some false reporters have accused me of teaching. All I can say is that these false reporters will certainly receive their just punishment. The next section of chapter 3 is entitled, All Humanity is Dominated by Sin. We start at verse 9 in the paraphrase. What is our conclusion then? Can we say that we Jews are in any way better than the Gentiles, seeing we have been privileged to have greater light than they? Certainly not. As we have clearly seen, both we Jews as well as Gentiles are together totally dominated by the power of sin. As the Old Testament clearly states, there is not one person who is truly righteous. Psalms 14 verse 1. Neither is there any who really understands what true holiness is, nor is there anyone who seeks God without a selfish motive. Philippians 2 verse 21. Everyone is dominated by greed so that they are all corrupt. Therefore, no one is capable of doing good, not even one individual. Even their words stink and their tongues are always lashing out at each other just like a poisonous snake that strikes out. Their mouths are always cursing and swearing, while their feet are quick to move to take revenge. Every one of them is heading for disaster, because they do not know how to live in peace with each other. But worst of all, they have no true appreciation for God. With this awful but true evaluation of fallen mankind, we realize that we could never meet the holy demands of God's law which we are under. Therefore, all mankind, without exception, stands guilty and condemned before God. This is our terrible situation. No human being has the slightest chance of saving himself or standing righteous before God by attempting to keep his law. All that the law can do is prove to us that we are sinners and slaves to the power of sin. Romans seven fourteen. The next section in Romans chapter 3 paraphrase is entitled, The Gospel Introduced. We start at verse 21. But now God's wonderful way of salvation has been brought to light. God has given sinful mankind a right standing with himself, and it is entirely his own doing, without any help whatsoever from us. Not even our law obedience has contributed one bit. I repeat, not even our law obedience has contributed one bit. This salvation is what God promised all along in the writings of Moses and the prophets. But now it is a historical reality realized in Jesus Christ and his righteousness, which righteousness is made effective through faith alone. This applies to both Jews and Gentiles alike, since there is no distinction seeing all have sinned corporately in Adam, Romans 5 verse 12, and are individually coming short continually of God's ideal of living a life of selfless love. But the good news is that anybody and everybody may now experience a right standing with God by accepting with appreciation from the heart God's free gift of salvation which he obtained for us undeserving sinners through the life, death, and resurrection of his Son, Christ Jesus. For God, in his grace and unfailing love for us, offered up his beloved Son as an atonement for our sins, so that through faith in Christ and him crucified, we may be truly forgiven and reconciled to him. God offered up his son, as our sin-bearer to satisfy the justice of the law, so that now he has a legal right to forgive us of our sins, Hebrews 9, verse 22. You see, before the cross event, God could only forgive sins through his kindness. But now, because all mankind was included in Christ's death, 2 Corinthians 5, 14, God is perfectly just in declaring us sinners righteous. That is, all by who by faith have accepted this union with Christ Jesus. And what does this do to our bragging, our human bragging? There is absolutely no room for it. On what grounds? On the grounds that our works have made no contribution whatsoever towards our salvation. But we receive it by faith as an entirely free gift from God. For the fact of the matter is that a person is justified through faith alone and none of our law-keeping contributes to that right standing with God. Does God save the Jews this way? Or does it apply only to the Gentiles? No! It applies to both Jews and Gentiles alike. You see, God has only one way of saving all mankind, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, or whether we have lived in the Old Testament period or are living in these New Testament times. That way was by including all mankind in the holy history of his Son, Jesus Christ. Our part, from beginning to end, is to respond by faith, motivated by love. Galatians 5 verse 6 Does this mean that the truth of righteousness or justification by faith does away with or bypasses the law? Not at all. God's way of saving us in Christ fully meets all the law's requirements on our behalf, both its positive demands as well as its justice. For in Christ's holy history the law was fully satisfied, Romans 10, verse 4. Thank you for joining us and listening to What is the Clearest Gospel, Romans chapter 3. Thank you for coming to Ask God 365, where we seek biblical answers to life's difficult questions. God's way of saving us in Christ fully meets all the law's requirements on our behalf, both its positive demands as well as as its justice. For in Christ's holy history, the law has been fully satisfied. May the Lord bless you.